Welcome to the Wisdom Talk Radio Show, bringing you insight, illumination, and inspiration in service to the world. We are a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living, conscious business, conscious relationships, conscious community, and conscious evolution. Healing model, um, energy healing model. And so when I think about evolution or I think about healing and humankind and human nature, I think that oftentimes we believe that as humans, we've reached a culmination or an apex of an evolutionary journey. And what I believe is that we're still, we are continuing to evolve, change, grow, shift. And within the trajectory of all evolutions, there are times and moments where there's great leaps where things change quickly in a species, oftentimes based on external pressures. And I think that we are in a time of great change. And I think that our species is undergoing an evolutionary leap. And I think that um, a great deal of that transition and transformation is going to be based in our consciousness and our understanding and our perception and how we choose to engage and live and be the type of actions we take um, based on new perceptual realities and experiences. The idea of evolutionary healing for me also stems from sitting with the intersection between what is considered more traditional healing and um, what's considered more traditional spirituality. So oftentimes, um, I think healing and spirituality are kind of very much two different things. And oftentimes, um, spirituality is a place where we make peace with what is. We find a way to have faith. We find a way to surrender. We find a way to release our small will. And when we make peace with what is, there's a way that a whole new world and realm of potentials opens up. And that's wonderful and necessary because without that level of faith and trust and surrender and absolute acceptance of what is, it's very difficult for any real true change, transformation, or healing to occur. So I think that it's a very ripe and rich foundation to begin with. While at the same time, in many of the more spiritual traditions, and what is considered traditional spiritual reality, there's a way that there is a denying or letting go of desire and a denying or letting go of clarity of intention um, or clarity of will. And oftentimes there is a bypassing, again, of desire or of feelings and things of that sort. And there's a hierarchy of understanding. There's a hierarchy of our human needs and self and emotions versus our more abstract and spiritual aspects of being. And that really limits the full potential of who and what we are and what we have the potential to experience here in our human forms. So when I think about healing in its most traditional sense, it too has its beautiful gifts and its limitations. Some of its gifts are having a very clear intent, a very strong desire. When we go for healing, we know what we want. 
We want to feel better. We want to live longer. We want to have more or less of something. Um, what can be limiting about the healing path is that there can be a very strong fixed agenda and an attachment and an excessive willfulness. And from that place, it's very hard to actually heal. So oftentimes we'll see people who are on a deep healing path and they're continuously unwinding more and more and they tend to be in a state of pain and frustration continuously and constantly. We see that with people who are continuously changing and limiting their diet and things just keep getting worse. We see that with people who are doing deep emotional process work and they dive deeper and deeper only to find more pain and more trauma and more suffering. And there's many reasons for that. Um, the suffering can be endless because we as human beings are part of a shared field. And once we kind of clean out and clear up a great deal of our own wounding, then we start to tap into the collective. So we can do that forever. And there are some spiritual paths that, that um, people choose to do that forever, to help unwind and clear and heal the collective suffering. Um, for most people, there's a great deal of potency and power in finding the intersection between the healing and the spiritual path. To have a desire to dive into the depths, to have a desire to own all of the human experience, to have a desire, period, to want to live life in a way that feels fulfilling and pleasurable and good, and, um, and to to have a willful choice in, in how you want to see your life and world manifesting. But when we bring that into deep alignment and an ability to hold both healing and spirituality simultaneously, so to hold the intent, the desire, and the will at the same time, as holding a complete and utter acceptance and presencing with what actually is in the moment without actually needing to fight or fix or change anything, allowing things to be exactly as they are while still holding the desire for them to become something new. And if we can really hold those two things in our system, in our field, in our consciousness, in our mind equally at the same time, this alchemical blooming happens, this opening up happens, there begins to be a displacement of that which limits that potential. And there begins to be a fertile and rich soil for us to actually experience, manifest, and live the possibility of what we are intending and dreaming and visioning and hoping for. Without that surrendered non-attachment, we tend to stay stuck in a limited paradigm of our own creation that doesn't allow what we want to actually manifest. So sometimes we'll hear that spoken of as setting an intention, creating an affirmation, and then really letting it go. And doing both of those things at the same time. And that becomes a very strong skill set to learn. And it sounds much easier than it is. And it is much easier than it sounds. Um, it's a muscle that I think we're learning how to exercise as humans. And as we learn how to use that skill really well, we begin to really and truly come into our potency of being active co-creators 
of our world and life in a very conscious way. And I do believe that that is where we're going to as a species, and that's where humanity is arriving. And we're going to take our own time, each one of us, in our own pathway to get there. And as we do, I believe we will start to become a whole different type of being. One that is vast and deep and very bright and vibrant and light while still having all the colors and all the flavors and all the textures and contours of our humanity with us as well. And I think as each one of us becomes that, we begin to shift and evolve all of the structures that we create and are a part of. Our families and our relationships will begin to change and transform, as will our organizations and institutions. As our entire culture begins to come online in a whole new way, I really do believe that we will evolve into a new aspect of our species. And what I hope and pray for is that we don't need incredibly dire and intense and extreme external motivators, which we're getting more and more. But I'm hoping that we do it from a place of choicefulness, mindfulness, presence, and with a vision and an excitement for what's possible. So again, this is Gathanjali Hemp, founder of Centara System, and I thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. Facebook.